0: Hey everyone, welcome to hashtag enlightened bitches. I'm Julia and I'm Claire. This podcast follows the lives of two women who have formed an uncommon bond through parenting, recovery, womanhood and fierce personal growth. We are on the never ending search for enlightenment, but we're taking our attitude problems with us. hello everybody hello welcome to another episode of hashtag enlightened bitches <laughs> do, 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 do. Do, do. No. we already we already have intro music yeah. we don't need to do, make do. it what yeah. was what, what the intro music no, um,
1: no, i can never do it now no
0: can you do it. well i don't know we could play it while we're no no no, it would have been just, more
1: fun for us to make it up, We can't
0: get our club on anymore, so we might I as know. well make up our own club music. Fuck, club, we need to club, have, like, club. an anti-COVID like dance party in this house, and everyone just gets, like, super sweaty and sneezes on each other. Yeah. <laughs> oh, did I tell that story on... On um one of the podcasts about me and that mom almost bumping into each other around the Yeah, back, I but, think so. Yeah. I... <sighs> yeah. It was super funny. <laughs> um And what was the what was the other thing? Oh, yeah. The Jay and Son Bob or like the um Ben Affleck and shoot, what's his name? Matt Damon. Like Matt, 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 Matt,
1: Matt, Matt, well, the chocolate wine is like chocolate wine. It's actually really sweet. I'm I'm liking it, but it's sweet. Great. Um, but I'm going to I miss it, the all the fruit flies are coming for it. and
0: how many do we have in the house? Apparently more than we thought we did. Ugh. Pull out the chocolate wine, everyone, and there they are. Yeah. Where's why do we have fruit flies? Like we've never had them before.
1: It's that change of season, they're all dying, so they're all like around. Ah, uh, whatever. It, it'll be it'll we'll get like one cold snap and they'll be gone. Okay.
0: No. Are you promised? Is that like your housewife expertise shit? Yeah. Okay. That's my housewife expertise shit. Okay. I don't, no. have, I don't have housewife expertise. So I don't know. <laughs> or I'm just going to drink some fruit flies. <laughs> Whatever. Um, Should we introduce
1: ourselves? Sure. Yours is oh. a lot much longer. You want to go first? Or you want me to go first?
0: No, actually, I was thinking about this. I want to introduce you and oh. you introduce oh, me. for fuck's sakes. I can never remember
1: all your titles. You're sweet. No, that's not even fair.
0: But- I want I want to introduce you to, like, how fucking incredible you are because you never do it for yourself and it pisses me off. <laughs> I'm not that incredible, though. Yes, you are. You're, like, an avid Alpine and, like, long-distance overnight <laughs> hiker. You are a registered nurse. You work in addictions and substance use. You've also worked in mental health. You fucking like boss all your own money and shit and your own property um you're an incredible friend you're also volunteer ski patrol and first aid on okay, the mountain
1: not this year
0: okay but you've done those things like you've yeah. accomplished them yeah and I think like you should give yourself fucking credit for all those things that you know how to do that you're talented at and that you've had training for you've had like outdoor like medical training or whatever no I have no I have not that's a lie
1: I well, wanted to do it, and I never did it. Ah. I got a little bit of on the job with the ski patrol, but I, I've never done that okay. my outdoor. So, no, that's not part of my credentials.
0: All right. But you've got a bunch of other stuff, and I feel like you should start fucking listing that shit. <laughs> I like to be humble. Humble and kind. Yeah, well. <laughs> that country song. <laughs> I was, I was, that's a
1: country song? Yeah, humble and kind. I think, uh, I can't remember who it's by. My, my boyfriend would
0: know because he's big into the country. Really? I like the body. Your body's like a background one. That one's fucking hot. <laughs> or crazy ex-girlfriend. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. yeah. That one's a good one. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Okay. So Claire has a huge list of credentials that she won't share with us out of like modesty and humility, which I think is just absolute garbage. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then Julia, she runs a pretty aggressive um, industry. Uh, pretty, pretty aggressive industries pretty aggressive industries mm-hmm. um and she is a certified transpiration coach a certified personal trainer and is almost done her certified nutrition training yeah. um julia has done sales and marketing for x amount of years mm-hmm. uh and this bitch knows how to sell herself <laughs> uh and does a phenomenal job of it and she's done her oh yeah and she wrote herself a book beyond damage and now she also has beyond parenting on amazon Parenting Beyond Your Damage. Parenting Beyond Your Damage. Thank yeah. you. Uh, and she's also a best friend, uh, an amazing roommate, uh, and an amazing woman. Um, she's not humble. She tell you what she's done and what she hasn't done, and she will set you in line. Um, <laughs> and and rightfully so. Uh, but uh, her trio of certifications that she has are fucking phenomenal. And so basically you start with one and you'll end up with all
0: three. That sounds good. Thanks. No I'll problem. Take it. I'll take it. That's uh, <laughs> I, I would say that's both our swarms. Yeah, this swarm of bees that we unleash on people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, tonight's episode is interesting. <laughs> a year in review. You yeah. we're calling it. No, I don't. That's a super lame title. Like, I look at those ones that other people do, and I'm like, I like, no, thank you. Ba, ba, ba. Yeah, that just. So I think we should call it, um, how to get ready for the holidays, because people will be attracted to that. Because I've worked in marketing. <laughs> how to how to get fucked up for the holidays? No, how to not fuck up the holidays. Oh,
1: oh, I'm sorry. I thought it was like drink more wine,
0: Claire, and how to get fucked up for the holidays. If that's how you want to cope with your holidays, because okay. <laughs> you felt like you didn't get fucked up enough. Uh, last holiday and I that's did. in your tool bag well,
1: well actually that's not true i totally got fucked up but i enjoyed getting fucked up last holiday did you yeah i totally got wasted remember when i was trying to have the conversation with like um one of my ski patrol person's uh brother oh yes. like, yeah i was
0: trying to quote poetry that i couldn't remember yeah it was yeah pretty funny. footsteps yeah and so uh, funny and i actually looked at you and told you to go to bed yeah and you actually said Okay. (laughs) And when you came down the next morning, I told you the story. You're like, I would never let anyone tell me to go to bed. I must really love you. Yeah. No, I still, I still stand by
1: this and I've said it to numerous people. I'm like, if, if I'm ever that obnoxious, that you need me to, to like, listen to someone just phone Julia. (laughs) she will all you have to do is give me the phone with julia on it and Mm -hmm. she will have convinced me to do whatever you're asking me to do (laughs) while you're shitfaced yeah and Mm -hmm. i won't argue like i'll just do it because
0: (laughs) one you you present it in a way that sounds logical that i don't need to argue back with so i just do it (laughs) i'll remember that Next time I really want something, I'll get you face, and then I'll you, <laughs> it's like it's like GHB ing you, but in a way that you like, right, right, <laughs> right, and totally not against your will. No, no, <laughs> yeah. have more, Claire. Sure, <laughs> have another drink, and then and
1: then <laughs> have another another another.
0: <laughs> Claire, you haven't been drunk in a really really
1: long time. You should get more loaded more often.
0: <laughs> I think that's actually true.
1: It is, is really true, actually.
0: Yeah. No, I wouldn't recommend you get super shit faced anytime soon, but like that's just my general opinion. It's because I can't drink right now, so I can't do it with you. Right, yeah. So. And I,
1: I support that 100 yeah. yeah. percent
0: Not can't, won't. Uh can't. Uh physically able to, choosing not to. Uh rightfully choosing not to, morally right? and ethically. Morally, yeah, but it's still a choice. Oh my god. There's lots of people out there. I with know. Fetal I syndrome. know. <laughs> I know. Okay, so All right. um this this week's episode is going to go through Claire and I reviewing where we were last September, what we've been through since then, and like how our, specifically a lot of like how our holidays looked yeah. and like why we get wrapped into the shit we get wrapped into, and then the tools we have to build to kind of have good holidays. Um, because it's that season, right? Like we're, we're warming up through. Um, there's gonna be Halloween and then Thanksgiving and then Christmas and then New Year's and it's like it's just that season. Yes, yeah. it's, it's gonna get. It can be tough, but it doesn't have to be. No, agreed. And uh, it's all on like how you pull out your tools and like what you value and like how well you know yourself and yeah. how you fucking deal with that shit. Yeah. So which I'm I'm still learning. Like I do not have nice stories about the holidays. So. I love my holiday time now. Yeah, I I'm still working on it. Like yeah,
1: I'm totally okay with wherever I'm at with my like christmas and stuff yeah i'm with my holidays in general
0: i'm fucking good on you because the only like, one i
1: i struggle with is thanksgiving because i try to go back and see my brother and i'm like this is dumb Why do I do I right <laughs> but but we accomplished this task already anyways i feel like i'm distracting from the thing we can get there yeah we and yeah, we, we'll and we will
0: so yeah. and then after we kind of go through that like what what how we're planning to move forward and like I'll probably need it more than you where I'm going to want a bit of coaching on how to like get set up for my holidays because I get, and I and I want to be like honest and vulnerable with our listeners about this, especially as myself, who's a recovery coach. And my job is to teach people, my passion is teaching people how to thrive in their lives. And this is something that I still struggle to thrive at. Yeah, And it's, that's okay. I'm learning and I'm making changes every year, but I certainly still get hardcore holiday blues um, and I want to not. And hmm. it takes work. <laughs> it takes yeah.
1: fucking work. We talked about some ideas, Bounced some ideas off yeah. of each other too, for uh, what holidays could
0: look like. But anyway, yeah. and, and we'll go, we'll go through it today. Yeah. And like, we'll have yeah, that yeah. chat again so that our listeners have the benefit of learning, learning those tools and learning what that coaching can look like. Totally. So do you, I always, I, I like letting you go first. Do you want to go first about like, where, what, where were you last September? Oh, I'm so excited to talk about this. Cause you, do you remember where I was at last September? uh you were with what's his face yeah that's why i'm
1: so excited to talk about it because uh, i feel like i'm in such a different place like,
0: yeah and you such a different place you learned some super awesome lessons because yeah, you're not with him anymore yeah, it super happy. yeah.
1: <laughs> so last year i was with a boyfriend not to be named let's call him james all right <laughs> okay. so i was with james uh and uh james and i had broken up in uh may no june no may end of may beginning of june Okay, did he yeah. go on that expedition? No, not yet. Okay. That wasn't until November. Okay, uh, but we started to get back together in September, I believe. Okay, um, and I was like hanging out with James, and uh, I thought. And what, what job were you working at that time? Uh, I was working the uh, uh, my, uh, my job that I am now. Okay, so- I was half time. Uh, well, actually, last September I was still finishing up actually hiking, so I went, maybe I wasn't with James quite yet. Hmm, okay. um but I was still hiking um so it was, I was starting my I was well, was like quarter of it of my way into my recovery path I would say okay. a quarter um I'd been going to my like my uh outside group that mm-hmm. I won't name on the podcast okay. uh my outside group that I was going like bi-weekly to mm-hmm. um and I was coaching with you and like mm-hmm. uh starting recovery like that way uh counseling I think still yeah I'm yep. still going to counseling um so recovery was a big part of my life um Mm -hmm. and james was in my life but we were maybe we weren't dating or starting to date or something yeah um but i remember a lot of why do you still
0: text him like why do you still talk to him yeah you broke up i thought you were done
1: i was uh this time last year i was just getting ready to go on my first backpack trip actually Oh,
0: yeah. Was that... Yeah, uh... that was one on trail. Right.
1: Okay. Yeah, with uh, our really great friend. Uh, Do we name our friends on this podcast? I can't remember. The ones we like. Yeah. Brett. Uh, with Brett. Yeah. yeah my really show, great... Our yeah, our shaman. Yeah. So yeah. It, was, uh, it was my first backpacking trip. And so I was super excited for that. Yeah. Um, so that was super cool. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so I was dating, dating more than just James. I was dating other people at this time, I think. Because uh, there was this poor guy. I dated... I went on one date with him. Oh, he was so cute. Um, I went on one date and then to this day, he was like, he, he said to people, he's like, Claire went on one date and then she ran away from me. And I know him. Like, we like, he's the sweetest man ever. Um, but it just, it was never going to work. And so I kind of ran away from him without telling him that I was running away. <laughs> Poor guy. I really liked him. He's cute. Um, anyways, so I was in that place but okay. literally that place where like I'd run away from someone because right. I couldn't have the conversation about why I wouldn't want to actually date them. Right. Um, and then, which is a tool you've learned. Yeah, totally. Like yeah. to the point where now I just call men idiots. <laughs> so yeah, I've literally gone from one right. extreme to the other. Um, but yeah, I think my biggest thing was that I was like a quarter in my recovery journey and I was trying to explain that to James that like, I that this is time I need to be more selfish and like, um, I shouldn't really be starting romantic relationships because I don't really truly know myself and I didn't. So it was my, I was still on my like beginning of my self discovery path. And... Right.
0: But around September is when you got back together with him. Yeah. When um, I started like okay. actively dating him. Yeah. Um, so going, yeah. Cause I remember you guys took a, a snowboard trip, but that was January. Oh, okay. Yeah. So from like September, October, November, what what was that like? How did you start moving through your life in that you got further into your career, but you started picking up this relationship again? Yeah. And um, what was that yeah, like? so
1: my career, um, I was half time at work. Yeah. And then there was someone had an accident. So I ended up getting the other half of my job. So that's when I was half time in substance use. And then I rolled into like full-time I think by like November I was full-time at mm-hmm. with the team again at mental health. Um, and so it was halftime in mental, uh, outreach, mental health and halftime mm-hmm. in substance use, uh, work. And so that was almost a full year of half, like two jobs. That right. was awful. And, and how, <laughs> um, how was your parenting at the time? Uh, better, getting, getting better, right. getting better. Um, it was, uh, it was an improvement since I, my parenting has been a solid, a solid gradual improvement since I started recovery. Yeah. I will 100% state that. So, uh, there was learning curves. Um, I think around September was the time that I started allowing her to sleep in a sleeping bag beside my bed because right. you were setting your boundaries. Yeah. So I was setting my boundaries with my kid. Um, the, and I actually talked about some of that today with a, a co like a new coworker. I was like, um, because we were talking about. Sleep, like getting like over touched out and yep. so that was a big thing for me uh so so yeah parenting was okay mm-hmm. um I'm not as maybe not I didn't have as much words for my parenting as I do now mm-hmm. um but it was just I feel like September and through fall was me getting my feet on the ground yeah like really feel like I was like Um, now I feel like my feet are firmly planted, I'd say. Mm. Like, I'm pretty, I'm really quite grounded. I'm not saying that that my world is perfect, that I don't have more to learn now. Um, but I feel like my feet are firm on the ground. Yeah. Whereas, like, that one was, like, a step in, like, in gravel and slide a little. (laughs) So that's where I felt like I was at, like, last fall. Um, and into the holidays. Um, holidays are sad for me because I don't have my parents. Um. Did you take that
0: trip to Disneyland?
1: Yeah, in in November. Yeah, yeah. So that was November, uh, and, and that, that was sorry. That was super fun because that was the, my daughter's first uh, trip on an airplane, Elise's first trip, and she loved it. And well, it was, and that was your first travel with your child, like a yeah, four, like a five, tra- four year old. Yeah, yeah, four year old. Um, but she was amazing. We had a really great time together. We yeah. uh, she had one meltdown while we were there, which was amazing for her. Yeah. Um. And even that meltdown, like, where I would have, like, locked her in her room and, like, held the door closed, I, like cuddled her into a meltdown in a bedroom and just let her scream but I was like right there with her she was screaming through it and I just was there and we just had a nap afterwards in the same bed together so cool so like that's like a big thing for me because me would have like previous me would have like closed the door and walked away and let her scream and yeah I've been like until you can calm down I'm not
0: listening to you you're not allowed to scream at mommy like I I remember watching you go through that and I'm like no
1: Yes. In your judgmental parenting way.
0: Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, yeah. I have, I have that in yeah. my background. Correct. I am a judgy parent. Yeah.
1: Um, so, um, and because ultimately if someone has to walk away from their child, then to be destructive in that process, it is better for them to walk away.
0: Yes, that's correct. So I fully Yeah. agree yeah. with that.
1: So, um, but my, yeah, no, my parenting was much better. Um, Yeah, I, I just, I felt like I was getting, getting my feet under the ground,
0: uh, under me last fall. And then Um, Christmas, what's that like for you? Um, and what it like going into Christmas, what do you battle with? What do you feel like you do really well with? Um, and New Year's, there's a whole other. So, okay. So we're
1: talking about me. So I get to talk about Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is always the one where I'm like, I'm, I need to see my brother. Like I just need to get it out of the way. So I'm like, always like great language. Well, I, I, when I first initially got divorced, I was like, I, I almost thought about moving home, like to my quote unquote home, which I hadn't lived there for like seven years.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, but I thought about moving back to the the mainland and I was like, yeah, like then I'm around my family and I'm like, yeah, that's not a thing anymore. (laughs) Um, but so like, I think we did actually go home for Thanksgiving to my brother's house. Oh no, we didn't last year because his kids were sick. Oh, okay. Um, but, um. So I always think I need to, I need to see my family at Chris at Thanksgiving, and it was a process for me. If I if I see my family at Thanksgiving, then I don't have to see then I don't have to see them at Christmas.
0: <laughs> so interesting I, tool, but
1: I've hammered it out now. Where like that's not a thing for me. Like I don't need to travel at Christmas time, and so my brother doesn't like traveling either. So um, mutually respective, I'm like Christmas is a Christmas is a day, and for me. Um, Christmas is day I just want to spend with my kid and how that looks to us is how it looks to us so if she wants to do whatever x y and z right now she's that time she was four so she does not really get she will do whatever I want and she's yeah. still the same my child will be an implicit learner for like ever until she's like 12 and she's like I don't like you anymore. And right. then she'll figure everything else out. She'll be like you did everything you like. And now I have to like redestruct this and like recreate yeah. it. Um so my child will do whatever I want. But uh yeah, so um I basically take Christmas now as that I am my parents have, are passed away. So I take it as well, I do what I want to do um at Christmas time. Yeah. And I get to celebrate it however I want with my child. And whatever values and morals and whatever I want to bring in, I do. Right. And I don't need to see mass amounts of family because, one, my sister lives away and my brother lives away. And so I don't have them here. So I don't have to tour around or see anyone. And it's really great to not have obligations. And I get to detach from um, my ex-husband's family. Um, I've been offered numerous times to join their festivities and I promptly decline. It's not a thing
0: I want to do. So, I like, I... I hear what that kind of used to look like. And then I hear the strength in where your story is at now. But what was the struggle process in that? Or was there any struggle? Did you literally like look at situations and be like, that sucked. I decided not to do that. And like literally just cut it out and stop doing that. Or like, Uh, well, my first
1: year after divorce. So like, well, no, I mean, I feel like if I go back to like my damage with my ex-husband, I did whatever we thought we both needed to do and just went along with the process. And then after divorce, I, it was my, it was me and him. And then, but it wasn't together. There was no together. So um, that was easy. Like I just cut them out. I was like, I don't need to see his family. Right. So that was uh, quick and dirty. I, um, I was a, a giant cunt the first year. And I was like, I get her on Christmas. And <laughs> I took that year off and I took her to my brother's house. And I was like, I'm, and you can see her like, the night before and we're leaving and we travel on Christmas day yeah. and because I want it to be a giant cut, Um, and then I realized that I, so yeah, there's a learning curve. I didn't want to travel at Christmas. Right. So I learned that I didn't like traveling at Christmas. So I didn't the next year. Right. Um, but the next year I also realized that I value money and I could work Christmas day for like double time and a half. <laughs> <laughs> so I, promptly said to my ex-husband I'm working Christmas and New York year- or Christmas Eve and Christmas Day and she's yours I had her last year you can have her this year and <laughs> I worked uh oh wait no I didn't work Christmas Eve I think I took Christmas Eve off I worked Christmas Day and
0: Boxing Day so uh, Christmas Day and Boxing Day that second one weren't you and I together uh didn't you get wasted at my house mm, yes I did yeah on Christmas Ac- Eve uh, or Christ- no Christmas night? Day yeah, the night of Christmas
1: Day. Yeah, the like night day of Christmas night. Day. Yeah, yeah. But I worked the next day. Right.
0: On yeah. Boxing I, Day. I
1: know. <laughs> so I literally worked Christmas Eve, Boxing Day. Um. But I like, I just took the opportunity to make money. I was like, yeah. she's not gonna remember it, which she won't. Um. Because she was three. three. Yeah. And I was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna boss work. Yeah. And I did, and I bossed finances that week, that yeah. year. Um. And I don't, I don't deny that decision, and I would do it again if. Like yeah. a job presented itself where I actually, now that it work community, we don't work yeah. staff holidays, but I would, I honestly would. Cause I like, I honestly believe that my child should know that her mom makes shit tons of money on staff holidays and there's nothing wrong with that. Right.
0: Yeah. So, um, and then, so what happened this, this recent year for you?
1: Um, I, it was kind of my year to have my kid on Christmas. Um, but I went into this year with a more sharing attitude. And so, I did work Christmas Eve. I worked an extra, I extended my shift on Christmas Eve. So I made some money. And then, um, my ex-husband, it's oh And the other thing, I guess the other predisposition to this whole story is my ex-husband's family. Christmas Eve is more important in their heritage than Christmas day. Right. So, um, I've always been really easy about giving my kid up on Christmas Eve. I'm like, I'm not going to join the, your family for Christmas Eve, but you can always have your kid. Like it's, it's not yeah. a big deal to me. Yeah. So, um, I just said, why don't you take her pick, like have her Christmas Eve into Christmas day and I will pick her up Christmas day, more mid morning. And so you get Christmas morning with her, um, and I'll see you later and I will pick her up and then I'll have cri- the rest of Christmas day with her and I'll have my time with her.
0: Right.
1: And it worked. So it was like, it was a very sharing moment and it was good. So.
0: Nice. And then what does, um, what does new year's look for you? What did it, what does it usually look like? And then what did it look like? this year. Um thank you. Well, I... we've spent the last two New Years together this yeah. like. But I mean, the feelings around it and like how New Years represents for you, does it stress you out? No. Do you set I've never I've ne- it's never it's never
1: stressed me out. though. Right. New Year's has never been a big part of my like reset, recharge, use it as a like thing um I mean I always have like I think we all have like goals we want to accomplish in a year yeah and there's sometimes where I'm like I'll make but I've never been one to like be like New Year's is my like I'm setting a milestone at New Year's so right so New Year's is not a big deal to me New Year's is an excuse for me to get drunk <laughs> I'm not gonna lie blatantly <laughs> New Year's is an
0: excuse for me to get drunk uh and so you were in a relationship over this all over these holidays on an off relationship I think I was broken up at New Year's Uh, I don't recall. I was drunk. Oh, wait. No, I did
1: get back together, I think. Yeah, I got back together with that person right at my, just before my birthday.
0: Yeah, I was drunk and sad a lot of the holidays, (sighs) and we'll talk about that after.
1: Yeah, um, so, yeah, I was on and off through the holidays with a relationship, but, um, and some of it we spent with his parents, and some of it we didn't, and, I mean, I think I felt guilty going to his family and, like, um
0: like yeah, he's being a part of that he stayed with him and like met his mom and stuff yeah, yeah I felt I
1: felt guilty about that a lot um but I think now I have to realize that it was a process and like if I go with my terminology that you hate that everything's temporary like it was a good life lesson and um I didn't really acknowledge it then that it was temporary or shouldn't have entered it but that's a should world um I really look back on whatever James offered me as like a, a lot of lot of Growth. he offered a lot of growth like
0: yeah you did a lot of growth like discovering boundaries boundaries and boundaries
1: and just like um like firm like beliefs like firm value beliefs like yeah where no that's not what I want no I don't believe in that no 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 like (laughs) there was a lot of knowing there was a lot of knowing um and a lot of like realization that I don't I like like no, I don't want to be treated that way.
0: Like well, and also your like your your connection to your spiritual self. Yeah, like, he you, had no capacity for that. Yeah. And how one of your no's was I'm not gonna be my partner's teacher in this. Like I want someone who meets me where I'm at, who's at my level. Yeah. And I remember that was a big lesson that you had. Like I need someone else who speaks recovery language with me or spirituality language yeah. with me. And you weren't willing to like fuck around with someone who didn't have that quality.
1: Well, yeah, because that was one of James's thing was like, well, teach me. And I was like, no, I, like, it's not a skill you just get taught. That's something you have to discover. And he wasn't, he wasn't ready to discover. Yeah. It's literally fucking wisdom.
0: Yeah. Like, that's where spiritual and self growth and self awareness no. comes from. Like that's you building wisdom through experience, you yeah. have to go earn that. You yeah. can't have someone teach it to you like a no. textbook. Yeah. Like it's but, not a university course, but that's what he kind of <laughs> thought. He was like, like, well then
1: teach me what you're talking about. And I'm like, that's not how it works. Like you need to either believe it or not believe it. Like you need to buy in or don't like, and yeah. I, I feel that way about spirituality. If you don't, if you're not a part of organized religion and you're like just breaking into spirituality, you're either buying in 100% or you're not. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I do. I believe it. Like you are either buying into the concept and you're not letting the God, the God concept block you. You just are buying into like spirituality as a whole. Like you're like, Embracing that there's more than you in the world, and you're buying into
0: that concept. Uh, I feel like there was a giant, like, giant lack of like a whole other component, like just his, like, a person's self exploration, a person's self awareness, a person's like strive to grow for something further, or like not be who they're who they're blueprinted as. And I feel like that was a big component of what he was looking to have taught to him. What sure what you were bringing to the table sure. that he wasn't sure. So. I just, I just remember that I was way
1: ahead of that part and it wasn't just, there was like, yeah, he yeah. wasn't catching up and he wanted to, he didn't understand how we weren't meeting at the table yeah. basically. And I was like,
0: mm. I remember the other like growth, growing <laughs> things you were going through at the time were um, like but I really love him. Yeah. i really. like, this is a dialogue you have.
1: Yeah. I really love the idea of him. And this is what you reminded me of in March when I like made a phone call to him because I was going through a phase where like, I just called someone a giant
0: idiot on a phone. Oh, Uh, it's because COVID hit and you actually cared about how people were like, not that you actually did. You cared about how a bunch of people were doing. Yeah. And you called him to check in on him. Yeah. Um, And
1: um, I was also, this was after I called someone a giant, giant idiot wasn't it like I think I I was going like I can't remember it doesn't matter um anyways uh yeah I called him and checked in on him and um it was I I one of the one of the thing lines I said to you was like it would just be easier and you're like no bitch yeah <laughs> just be easier to let's 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 take a mini break and then you could tell everyone what what you said after that when I was like, it would just be easier to get back with
0: James, and you're like, <laughs> okay, yeah, we'll take a quick break, and we'll get into that in a second. And we are back from our mini break. Mm-hmm. Can I tell people that you brought the whole bottle over to the coffee table? Sure. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's 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 a good wine. Like I smelt it. It's amazing.
1: Yeah, it's really sweet red, but it's yeah. okay. Huh.
0: Okay. Yeah. So you were we were talking about James and like your progression through this relationship, yep. and then through, um through January you were still with him and then January started... mid-january we broke up. right um mm-hmm. and so February what, what were you doing February taking some time for yourself No
1: I jumped back into dating yeah. I jumped like right back into dating um and I dated someone who's talked about how they were they were in recovery and oh, then they that's re- what I they, triggered you hey they relapsed on a bottle of wine one night but that they weren't really an alcoholic
0: and yeah, I was so- like <laughs> <laughs> I'm like oh uh, that's not how that works Mr. Mad-Eye Moody <laughs> Mad-Eye yeah eye pretty Moody. much Mad-Eye Moody
1: mm-hmm. yeah he was like no I'm like I'm not really an alcoholic I don't like I'm like so you spent $30,000 on rehab but you're not an alcoholic
0: yeah right <laughs> yeah I, I saw you I saw you learn a lot about yourself in that one too and yeah. I, f- I feel like I feel like that's a great one of the greatest things about dating is we do learn a lot about ourselves and if you don't you're doing it wrong yeah (laughs)
1: um yeah and we learn a lot about ourselves yeah if we're being self-reflective through dating and like understanding that like we have no control over the other person but we can control how our feelings emotions and how we regulate and what we think about and how we believe and
0: how we show up and we want to be and we don't want to be and comparing it all it's like being a fucking teenager, you look at all the shit you don't want to be, yeah. and you're like, I'm not that, I'm not that, I'm not that, and then you're like, oh, that means I'm this, yeah. is it? Like, yeah. am I? Yes.
1: One of my new, no. my, my most, my newest favorite line now is like, I truly understand projection, where I'm like, I don't like, I don't like, and I don't like, and I'm like, oh, I don't like those things because they remind me of things that I don't like
0: about myself. Yeah. Woo! Yeah. I'm like projection I now understand what that is oh yeah like my my most recent dating lesson is like I I felt so rejected by other people and I'm like oh wow the things we see and what other people do to us is exactly how we feel about ourselves right I feel like everyone's rejecting me I'm like wow I am definitely feeling a lot of self like I'm definitely experiencing a lot of self rejection right now yeah and I'm making it about other people yeah like I'm I, blaming other people for how rejected I feel and it's no I I am rejecting myself somewhere and yeah. I need to fucking stop it yeah I really like that one right now this is my new jam is like projection
1: is like when I'm re- when I'm realizing I'm like I don't like this about this person I don't like that and I don't like that and I'm like, oh bitch that's because you don't like those things about
0: yourself or like you so desperately don't want those things to be in you yeah yeah, yeah.
1: I'm like oh yeah yeah
0: all Um, right other other podcasts but um so so yeah you were were leading up to um covid hit and you started checking in on people and you checked in on james yeah yeah and then your 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 comment was
1: i said to you i was like
0: but it would just be so much easier and you're like no bitch it would not no it would not (laughs) guess why like we kind of walked through that exercise of like why it wouldn't be better to just be with him or why it wouldn't be easier to just be with him. because
1: that was my biggest thing. Well, just be easier. Like, uh, he already knows my friends and he already's this, he already that. And
0: And then I reminded you that every fucking time you came home from being with him or were about to go see him, you were getting ready for a fight. You were already walking on eggshells. You were already um, organizing the next situation ahead of you yeah. in your head about what he was going to be mad about, yeah. what he was going to pick on you about, like, well, not pick on yeah. you about, but yeah. like pick at and like, like pick out to annoy him and be yeah. angry at you with, or to like give you silent treatment about, or yeah. not be able to use his words about. And I'm yeah. like, fuck, can you not? Like- yeah, but I, it's funny. Cause I think we actually had this conversation before I phoned him
1: and then I came home and I was like, I actually phoned him. And one of his comments, right. yeah, and one of his comments was, like, well, I thought, like, you know, I know we're oil and water, but, like, I thought about calling you and just being, like, like, fuck it, let's just try it again. And I was, like, one, I don't believe in that shit anymore. Like, there's no trying again. Yeah. Like, I don't believe in trying multiple times with someone. Like, it. like <laughs> nope. it's not ha- not a thing. Um, And, two, I was, like, I literally laughed at him on the phone and then had to – then I apologize for being a little rude, but I
0: probably shouldn't have. Yeah, anyway. I, t- I told you that was – not not what i would have done yeah
1: but i like so yeah so um yeah i but we did have a good check-in he was fine yeah he was still his stereotypical james um and i realized that like it's it was a projection it was a need i was trying to fill so my need that i was always trying to fill with james was that he filled this family bond yeah he had all this he well i was gonna just say he had all this time but he didn't he 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 offered a sad amount of time right um but he he was this like person that I could have another family with he was a person I could
0: wife husband child yeah
1: and like that little unit and have another one with like grow the family unit and he offered that and then he had he had parents and he had this extra other like he had his brother and his brother had a wife and had a child like it was this whole family I could just branch into and grow and um now like yeah. So now I look at that and I'm like, I, I was seeking this like external connection that I,
0: you, then you started to really start to develop other views on what a family and tribe could look like. Right. Well that comes from a lot of you challenging my beliefs. On what I did. I, I'm, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I liked it. Yeah.
1: So, cause now I'm it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Until you challenge it again and you're like, but what about this one? And, nah. and how does the boyfriend fit in Claire?
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm dealing with
1: it because <laughs> I fire it back, and I'm like, uh, "You're the one that's like more to the table, so yeah. don't exclude yourself yeah. from what what I'm growing. I'm transitioning. Yeah, Transitioning. Um, but yeah, so, uh, but I, I, I do, I, I do appreciate your challenge. Um, this is, this is a comment to add to this. Like, I challenge you, but the challenge back to myself is that it's still a value of mine, like a man wife kind of idea. Like that's still a value of mine. Yeah. Um, But my new adaptation to that is that I have a tribe that's still around me, regardless yeah. of whether man wife is still, still there. My man doesn't take over everything. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's an easy one for me to fall into the man takes over everything, but it's not the case. Like it's not, yeah. Um, and I definitely say that like in the last month, my person right now has has taken over a lot of my attention and time um but it's like one of those things that I acknowledge they are but it's like it's for me it's to discover to grow to experience them yeah um and a lot of the conversations him and I have are that it's just not all about him and I right so and like so he understands that there's more to me than just him and I yeah so um so it's a unique dynamic. It's a big yeah. growth for both me and him, too.
0: Yeah. And and so going from sort of like, we'll take it back a bit. Yeah. From, uh, and then so we came through the holidays and you had like a huge transition out of that, that relationship. Yeah. And then we came and you kind of like reaffirmed your stance on like who you wanted to be and who you are yeah. in relation to that. Yeah. Um. And you had a relationship in between where you kind of got more solidified in yeah. who you wanted to be in a yeah. relationship yeah. or a partnership. And then I just started and- dating, like just yeah. openly dating.
1: Yeah. Um. And then I had a guy that said I was trying to make a relationship with him. And I was like, I wasn't. <laughs> and you're a giant idiot for wrecking this. <laughs> and then I continued to date. Like I really openly date. dated from like, I think from February till
0: I met the guy that I'm dating now. Yeah. Um, and during that we, we went through COVID, mm-hmm. um, and that's where we started this podcast mm-hmm. was COVID. So, yeah. um, and also I moved in like both yeah. our lives changed a lot. Yeah. And so, but we're talking about you and yeah. like, so how did, how did your looking back now? How did your life change? Cause we talked about it at the start when we started this podcast, yeah. um, the changes in our lives Right. and looking back, um, at those changes, how, uh, like, how do you see that that went for you? Um, and like, what tools and lessons came out of that?
1: Well, so I think the last. So if I have to look back further than a year, um, I was gradually growing towards recovery till la- like May of two thousand and I'm trying to think, eighteen. Yeah, it's when you and I met. You no, know, uh, is year. eighteen but... or nineteen? No, eight nineteen. Or sea- I always remember the pivotal moment was Seafood Fest. Yeah. So that's 19, 2019. Was it? Yeah, because it's a year ago. Okay. So yeah, so I'd say... Because we met in November
0: of 2018. Yeah, that's right. And so then we... 2019. Started,
1: yeah. So yeah. 2019 Seafood Fest was my, like, big, like, turnaround moment where I, like, started recovery, really. Yeah. I'd already started counseling, but I, like, really started walking a path of recovery from that
0: moment more. Yeah, because you yelled and cried and let me hug you. Yeah. Which was, like, super not something that you let people do. That's correct. <laughs> so... So that's like my ch- journey of recovery. So I feel like anything before
1: that was more just like getting me ready to like accept the idea that I needed to embrace it, and then anything forward from that was me actually moving forward and stepping forward in my life. So a year in review, like if I have to go a year in review, June two thousand nine, two thousand twenty, like so a year and a bit. I've yeah. been on my recovery path, and every every month and every day is a is a step forward for me.
0: And didn't we make like uh like mother's day was kind of the thing yeah I mean, so
1: because may was my like when i re-found counseling when yeah. i broke up with james originally it was the end of may so yeah. we just decided mother's day and mother's day is a big par- pivotal moment for me because yeah. i always say that my mom fucked me over one more time on mother's day yeah when she died
0: yeah um so and we had mother's day and it's amid covid life yeah amid yeah. covid life
1: so i just feel like um every for me a year in review like ultimately it was my first year in recovery and I'm uh, 100% like I've changed my life a lot in yeah. the last year and like and as I just said at the beginning of this podcast where I felt like my a year ago I felt like I was trying to get my feet on the ground and like yeah. just slipping in gravel I feel like my feet are firmly planted I but I am not saying that life won't throw me a curveball that I'm not like but I have programs, tools, life life experience. I have yeah tribe. I have so much that supports me. If life is to throw me shit, I'd be like, Okay, let's deal with this. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So cool. Nice. That's what that's what I'd say. Okay. Any and holiday tips?
0: Yeah. Do
1: do, do holiday
0: it. your way. we'll probably have some more after we go through my fucking holidays because holy shit i feel like my holidays are a a dark time they're so hard for me yeah um so do we go through my yeah let's do
1: a year interview for you where were you
0: last september last september i was um writing a book yeah i was i was hard and heavy into um and i I remember it specifically because september was when i was able to sign up my daughter opeth for dance for the first time right and i remember that was wrapped into like the topic of my book so i I wrote um my book's topic was aggressive recovery from the toxic mother-daughter bond right and i was finishing this book and i was going through a lot of fucking treachery like coming to terms with publishing a book that calls out my mom. Right. And and a lot of my family. Yeah. And like the intergenerational and transgenerational abuse that yeah. went on in my family. And right. especially particularly on my mom's side.
1: Right.
0: And so it, it was a struggle like getting and so it being wrapped into my daughter going to dance. One, my putting my daughter in dance, it was like a hard thing for me to get through because my my mom, when I was young, I asked to go to dance. And she and wouldn't let you? She wouldn't let me. Wow. Um, she she came up with the um, comments of, like, that's really hard. You have to be really dedicated. Later in life, that really fucks up women's bodies. Like, they get a lot of health issues. Um, wow. And, like, it's, like, that's a really hard thing to keep up with. You It requires a lot of dedication. And I just knew the argument was done. Like, I wasn't I, – I was young at the time. I was still really under her bullshit. and right. There, there was no way from I, I didn't have the skills to continue like arguing my mom like with my mom about putting right. me in dance so I didn't know right how to so I she just shut me down I didn't support me and that that was that right um so when I look at my own daughter and she's like can I try I'm like fuck yes you can how can we make that happen for you yeah like any way you want if she's like oh I'm not sure I'm nervous I'm like no nope. I'm like no baby you be brave and like I'm right here and you do what you're comfortable with and, like, fucking boss the shit out of it. Aww. And I'm going to be so proud of you. And and if you don't want to go and you, you want to stop, we'll fucking, we'll, like, try one more time or we'll stop or we'll pick it up later. Mm-hmm. Like, we can try again later. If
1: you you want had an th- argument with her about dance, though, and um, her giving up last fall did I yeah you totally did you Mm -hmm. told her it was bullshit at one point in time her attitude or something oh yeah
0: well I tell her that about sportsmanship too yeah it's
1: it's a a thing like where she's like I'm done I don't like it and it's the like she doesn't feel that she's
0: doing it good enough oh yeah yeah she had that like oh the other yeah I did have that chat with her she a couple weeks in all the other girls are better than me they're so like they've been there longer than me and like they know better than me I'm like and I just fucking told her I'm like no they don't You're in the same class as all the other girls who are doing it first time, and like I had to have like a confidence check with her. Like you're where you're at, and you're gonna learn at the same speed as like you might learn faster, and you might learn slower than other people. And there's gonna be people behind you who are looking at you and thinking that you're better than them. Yeah. And like I
1: had to have that. that You have to have that dialogue with your kid a lot because she believes in perfection
0: yeah and I know where she gets that from intrinsically I get that yeah and so yeah that's part of my my growth and recovery is having perspective of myself and then being able to have those coaching chats with my own daughter yeah and then also use that on myself yeah so like me teaching her is me learning as well as which all parents should do
1: yeah of course yeah
0: um yeah so I, I and I remember I was Taking my laptop to her dance lessons, right. To continue getting time to write because you got book. to
1: take them off. That was the big thing too. Was yeah, I took the Fridays, Fridays off.
0: off, and so I did that. I organized my finances and my time as a single mom where I was working full time, mm-hmm. and I I got to stop using single mom. I co-parent. Yeah, I'm, I'm not a desperate single mom. It's no. not a thing that I design into my life. Yeah. Um. So I took I I I requested from my boss um Fridays off, mm. and the other thing that was happening at the time was on um my friday mornings were like my flex days so i would go into work late mm-hmm. so that i could see the person i was seeing mm-hmm. at the time and i was having an open relationship it, we called it open but we weren't really seeing a lot of other people yeah. um i would go on dates here and there or i would travel and see friends and get laid somewhere else in the world if i felt like it right. um but it was a super toxic open relationship with like mm-hmm. a lot of manipulation a right. lot of compromises right. um and I I feel like we were both very like codependent in that. I can say that now. I have enough self-reflection and like there's a lot of codependency going on in that relationship. And um, so I at that time as I was trying to get as I was getting more serious, I told my partner at the time, listen, you're gonna hear a little bit less from me until my deadline of publishing this book on October 1st. Like right. that's or October 31st. Right. That's my goal to have my book like published on amazon so just so you know like our fridays for now are are not existent and yeah. like a lot of texting in between and hearing from me a lot you're you're not going to get it for a little bit right and so and he love that right oh he was he did not understand he 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 was upset and confused i explained it a few times um and he 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 just he he tried to walk through like well why would you take time from this and why would you do this and i'm like no this is my choice like you're the expendable and i tried to very politely explain that to him that between my work and my child and my gym and my own personal time like he's the one who gets the run he's the run to the litter of those priorities sorry right like and and if you like you get three other four other days of the week with me like where right. the fuck do you need all five like right? calm down so, um, I was putting limitations on my, on my personal relationship. I was, um, scaling back on my actual job that paid my bills right? and in, in order to get more time with my child right. and in order to crush a personal goal of mine that right. I was trying to turn into my dream business, right. um, which I didn't know what it looked like at the time. Right. I, I just wanted to be a, I just wanted to be a published author. About yeah. It. That was your and, goal. A personal goal. Yeah. Yeah. And And to complete this book that had to do with my recovery, recovering from childhood damage and childhood abuse and a gaslighting narcissistic mother, like, and coming out of that, like a fucking warrior. And so this guy who was a dad of one of the other girls at dance, like during the month of September, we started talking and he was asking me like what I was doing and I was writing a book and he was a published author and he walked me through how to self publish. Right.
1: Yeah. That's right. I forgot, and I remember
0: yeah. I was going through Timothy Ferris's like giant blog about whether you should self publish or get right. submitted to a publisher. And right. I was yeah, like, I, I was doing all this shit by myself, like trying to yeah. figure it out. Um, asking questions I want to say by myself, but it wasn't, I reached out and looked for support. I looked did, for yeah. answers. Yeah. Um, I asked for advice from other people Yeah. and so um it was and also at the time in my work we were ramping up on um a government uh government help uh and like to try to expand our business into South Korea so I worked in international market expansion into Asia with our product and I was setting up um, our trip to go to the South Korea seafood festival mm-hmm. and launch our product or try, try to not launch our product, try to acquire a high potential buyer right. for the market. And so all this is going on in like September, October. Yeah. And so coming through October, it was all like my book, my child, my like, and, yeah. and scaling back on my relationship and my work. Did you break up with them then too? I feel like you did before you went away. Right. Um. No, this is the thing is we scaled back and he took it as a breakup. Oh. And I'm um, like, he just was not clear on like, he did not understand what I was doing. And yeah. as much as I attempted to explain it to him, yeah. um, either I didn't do a good job or he took it the wrong way. Right. Or it could have, it might've yeah. been both. I thought I was very clear. I don't want to stop seeing you. I'm totally still in love with you. I have a goal I'm trying to reach. And right. you're just going to be getting a little less of my time. Right. Until I'm done reaching my goal. Right. I don't know how much more clear than that I can be, right? Um, and I don't know how someone can misconstrue the shit out of that, right? Anyway, I got my book published like two, like the night before, or the day before. You left. I left for this uh, like a two-week work trip to yeah. South Korea. Yeah, and um, that that was awesome. That was an incredible experience going to Asia for the, for the fourth time for work, um, and. I, I fucking love the South Korean culture. Like it's really awesome. And it was a great professional experience for me. I really enjoyed it. And uh, also before that, I believe mid October, I got poached by one of our U S clients. Yeah. When did you go there? Um, started December. Okay. So I got poached and I accepted an interview. Right. So I accepted them to fly me into LA and, um, have them do like a three or four day interview and like tour me around and introduce me to their clients and, and see, see what that experience would be like and see what their offer was. Right. So I was, I was preparing for that um, while also looking at my career with my, my current work. Right. So when I came back from South Korea and I had finished publishing the book and I was going to start working to publish the paperback. So I published it on ebook and the paperback came around November 24th. And okay. I was, that's 10 days after I got back from South Korea. Wow. So, um, and I didn't work on it while I was away. I just, I didn't have time. Didn't have time. Um, I came back and I told the person I was seeing, uh, my partner at the time that the book was published and think things could go back to normal. I could start seeing them again. I didn't, I would have time. Like I would have more time for yeah. them again. They'd get more of me and that nothing had changed in my heart that yeah. i was still totally. Yeah. And, I'm like, do you feel the same way? And they're like, I'm like, has anything changed for you? They're like, well, yeah, kind of. I've kind of learned to like, you know, learn, learn how to live my life with less of you. And I'm like, great. That sounds like you're not so fucking codependent on right. me anymore. Like, you're right. not so obsessed. He's yeah. He said the words. He's like, I've learned how to not be so obsessed with you. Right. And I'm like, amazing. Yeah. That sounds great. Yeah. Like, wh- Like we're about to go into like a new, healthier part of this relationship. <laughs> like. You're not going to bother this shit. (laughs) I'm going to be so manipulative and like codependent and fantastic. Um, But what it really meant was he became like a cold hearted total dick. Correct. So as I stayed like vulnerable and compassionate and Mm -hmm. open and sweet and loving, he was just detached and like, like story that's happening to you. Like, I don't care about you. Like I was like, I'm not telling you about my day. I'm not interested in your day. And like, yeah. And I'm like, wow, I don't feel like having sex with somebody who treats me this way. And then it was like, oh, why are we having less sex? And I'm like, because you're an asshole. Right. Like, because you're totally So I I ended it. Yeah. I'm like, I'm... And, uh, and when I, did you end it? In November, right? Yeah. Um, And that also came from um, me having my own place where we spent a lot of our time together. Yeah. And me talking about wanting to change where I lived yeah. and wanting to need to like increase my work schedule or change my work life and so to start earning more money because that was my goal I wanted to start earning more money and it was like his comment was well like if you if you start making those changes like that affects our ability to have a relationship yeah and I'm like and yeah and he's like well I thought I was already making your life like comfortable enough and I'm like oh no that's not you don't like yeah, I pay my rent. I pay my bills. Yeah. Like you yeah. show up with wine every once in a while. And like yeah. we go for trips together and like, that's yeah. Yeah. Like I get a lot out of that. That's great that we share some nice lifestyle stuff together that I wouldn't be able to in my own income range. Yeah. But I make my money for my living and my shit. Yeah. So, if I want to pay less for rent and I need to move into a room in someone's home with my kid or move in with a roommate, or. But that
1: was more you, I feel like, I feel, and this is a me feeling, but I feel like this was you moving towards like less extracurricular work, more like I'm bossing a, another career path. Yeah. You yeah. were trying to carve out financially how you could basically start pretty aggressive. Yeah. Which you've done.
0: That's right. Yeah. Um, and so. That as well. Um, I picked up a life coach at the time, yeah. Um, a performance coach, um, yeah. And that was really beneficial. I picked up a performance coach, one to help me make decisions about whether I'd be moving to the U.S. and taking yeah. that job offer, or, or if I would be doubling down here at home, yeah. and um, putting my current, perf- like my current job, my yeah. current career, on the back burner, so that I could start building my dream business. Yeah. And which is what I decided to do. So I did make the trip to LA and I took the interview. Yeah. And, um, I remember I accepted the job offer at first and then Mm. used it as a bargaining tool. When I came back and presented it to my, my boss at the time and was like, this is what I'm being offered. I'd like to see a bit more of these things in my job here. Mm. And if you offer me these elements, I won't leave to go to the U S yeah. And the, it was received with, of course we'll give you that. And then when we revised after the New Year's, it was like, fuck no, I'm not letting you do any of those things. And I'm like, oh, so I'm done here. Yeah. Like, I'm done. Yeah. Um, and that was also going into the holidays, which yeah. are fucking hard for me. So do you want to talk about why they're hard, Julia? Uh, yeah, because you fucking looked at me and asked, are you grieving? And I like recoiled into myself and I'm like no I've never I don't I haven't lost anything at the holidays I I don't think so like grieving what would I what would I be grieving no one died um I had like I haven't lost anyone and I'm like well I like I I don't see family anymore like my you know I used to have Christmas where like we'd have 20 people in the house all making food and and arguing and criticizing each other but all of us kids were playing and like everybody getting to see each other on like new year's eve and then christmas day and then like for the few days after like we'd be doing tons of family stuff and then i'm like oh wait that shit's dead (laughs) i'm like that stuff died yeah um and like after my grandmother got sick and we stopped being able to and nobody wanted to like after this was the interesting thing about the growth in the grandchildren generation my generation my family as soon as we started to become adults, none of us wanted to hang around the adults in our family anymore. Right. Like they were toxic as fuck and we right. could all see it. So, um, as us kids started to like go to university and get jobs, we, we made, we happily made excuses to not show up to family gatherings right. anymore because we did not want to see our parents. Right. Um, and we love seeing each other yeah and like how are you doing how's you and like but we we're all super uncomfortable with each other like our yeah. parents segregated us a lot and yeah. like yeah um we were all starting to realize our own damage and right. really fucking hate our parents um and and not want to tolerate their bullshit right like they're bickering and they're fighting and they're like with each other and no one's even drunk <laughs> no one is even I don't, anyone I don't understand how how people can be shitty with each other while they're not wasted? Like, yeah, I don't get it. Oh God, I don't understand why they didn't drink more. Yeah. Like fuck, if they're that angry and that dissatisfied with your lives, why are you not all shit faced? Why are you not loaded? Well, it's because all, everything better. Because they're super control freaks and like they think they act like fucking blue bloods when they're like, you know, upper middle working class, they're just highly educated, like shitty intellectuals um, all with like WASP problems. Yeah.
1: Where you you were like, they all competed who, who had the higher
0: education. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, so my holidays that year. So I had had a few consecutive years after my divorce where things, I kept trying new things. So the first year, um, my ex and I had our Christmas together, but it was a Christmas with his family where like I made Christmas happen and it made me super bitter yeah. um, and uncomfortable. Right. Um, I made Christmas for his dad, his mom who are separated, but they both came over to my house. Yeah. Um, with my kid, because there's no way I was going back to that old fucking trailer. I had left. Yeah. Was um, that the
1: first year that that was the year you were with the first year with me. So did you do that two years in a row? Yeah. Yeah, I did. Um, the first I'm- year you talked about though having like um go- doing something with uh, your ex husband and like something good did you? So you had, you had Christmas with his in-laws two years in a row then.
0: Though. I did. Yeah. Okay. And the first year there was like no boundaries. Like I hosted everything. I made breakfast for everyone. we I did the tree. I did the decorations, like all of it. And I mm-hmm. tried to make Christmas fucking happen. Yeah. And the second year you did have a little bit of boundaries. I had a few boundaries. Yeah. yeah. Like they uh, had to leave by a certain time. They yeah. Even... And that I wasn't going to be involved in like Christmas dinner. And right. they were like, that's when you and I got drunk together. I was like, yeah, our daughter can go to your house and have Christmas dinner with like yeah. Christmas day dinner with. Your, dad You and your dad and your mom at your place and you do that shit. Yeah. I'm not dealing with it. Um, yeah. And so, and both years were hard. I did a lot of crying. I did a lot of drinking. Yeah. Um. And I was just, I I was trying to have a happy Christmas. And yeah. I just didn't know how to do that. I was very... Yeah angry that i wasn't visiting my family i also didn't want to visit my family because i was cutting out my mother yeah um and like me participating in my greater family christmases would mean that i'd be seeing my mother yeah and involved with her and i didn't want anything to do with that um and i knew that i wouldn't be able to be civil and i didn't want to wreck everyone else's christmas if i was right. going to show up to my family show with a bad attitude and have to like ignore my mom and like like she was all these like i imagine she would prey on me and i'm just like i'm having none of it yeah so they like Christmas with the family I had created and all of that loss. Yeah. Like I, yeah. I built a family. Yeah. That that's a lot that's of what I agree. Was yeah. Is I had, I wanted to have a, like I wanted Ryan to be my husband Yeah, and I wanted to have like five fucking kids. Yeah. And I wanted the house full of the children we made because I knew we were making them great together. Yeah. And we, we do make a great kid together and yeah. we're great parents together, but we're not great couple together. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, Christmas was fucking hard all around. Um, I try, and I tried to like do the things of like list the things that I like, the things that I want to participate in. And there was a lot of a lot of trade offs I did early after the separation. So um, I like I want these things, and in order to get them, they need to look like this. This right. is the only way I'm going to get them. Right. So that was really hard. Like if I wanted to have a house full of people, I just had to invite the people I had access to which right. is my ex and his family. Right. And I didn't have a tribe at the time. I didn't right. have other girlfriends. Right. I didn't have other family in town. Right. Um, and traveling over there to be with family I didn't like was not a thing I was going to do. Right. Like I had to cut them all off um, at, at the time. And the second year, so you kind of helped me start setting some boundaries on um, well, How these, are,
1: would look. Yeah,
0: these are the things I do want. These are the things I don't want. And to not take things I don't want just because I want certain things to yeah. go find them somewhere else or to have them look like something yeah. else or to ask why I want those things in the first place, like yeah. have that dialogue with yeah. myself. So last year
1: you just participated like, in my Christmas ultimately.
0: Uh, you and I created a bit of a Christmas together. Yeah, we did. Yeah.
1: Um, so But it was a lot of what I wanted it to look
0: like. But a lot of what I wanted was yeah. to be with people I loved. Yeah. And so I really had to like pare it down. Um, like I wanted you know, I want a house full of, I want a home full of people. Yeah. And I want the people coming into that home. I want to host and I want to cook and I want to, like tons of warm bodies everywhere with like a Christmas festive thing. Right. And, um, that, that's hard because when you cut yourself out of a toxic family, you have to build a new one. Yeah. You know, a healthy one where people yeah. are loving and people are kind. Yeah. And I guess I just hadn't, built that yet right yeah. like I was in the process of creating that yeah um so even though Christmas doesn't have to be certain things at certain times and certain looks the the element of what I wanted I I'm looking back now this is the reflection I'm having that's yeah. helping me learn is I just haven't built that yet yeah and um I think I, I think I've spent a lot of time this year building it like yeah. this Christmas will be it, hopefully you're still with and that yes. he'll be in that and that yeah. we'll have Brett and that we'll have you know Leslie will stop by and Sue's, and like their and with yeah. their kids like I, I want this apartment full of people like <laughs> all Christmas and like in and out and come over whenever you want and yeah who's joining us with Christmas Eve and Christmas Day and where are you guys gonna be and yeah. whatever and it's like I want I want tons of that so. I still
1: think like one of the things I bounced off of about you for Christmas is, um, like, do we do, like, a womanhood Christmas? Do we rent a hall? Do we figure out how that works with COVID? And yeah. do we, like, just, like, boss out, everyone bring something, and we all just have, yeah, like, we talk a, about that for a super, like, cool womanhood Christmas where it's, like, really just a woman thing. Like, we yeah. just, like, strive to, like, pre-Christmas, like, but in Christmas festivity, we have, like, a womanhood tribe meeting, like, where we all just kind of bring our womanhood present and I I love it I think it's amusing but that's something yeah we decide when we do um another thing I bounced off for you is because a big part of your Christmas is something you haven't talked about is how you like to give back at Christmas
0: yeah I love participating in volunteer work it's like a big thing for
1: me yeah um and another one I was thinking about was that like we like adopt a family and like try to see if we can adopt a family where the girls get to see that we give back because it's hard when you're trying to keep everything confidential and in that world, um, yeah. it's hard for the girls to see that, but like, it's an important thing for them in this age where we're like, when you're giving up your toys to someone that doesn't need them yeah. or someone that needs them. And they're like, we are, I mean, yeah. they don't get to see who the toys go to So for them to see something. So we'll see, yeah. we'll see how that works. But um, it's a big thing for me for Christmas. Um, other than that, I don't give two fucks how Christmas looks. Like, yeah. I'm just like, I'm happy to be home. I'm happy to have my kid. I'm happy to have, see how that looks. I'm happy to not participate with my ex-husband's family. <laughs> yeah. I'm happy if my kid's here, if my kid's not here. Um, yeah. I feel like it's my turn to have a Christmas morning, so I'm super excited for that. Yeah, uh, We okay. get to rotate that, and I'm really happy that my ex-husband and I share her super well.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, I wouldn't be shocked one day if my ex-husband and I shared a Christmas morning with my child.
0: Yeah. And that's the thing is you started opposite where like my, my Christmases I started with a sharing Cause we always, we said when we separated that we want to continue sharing the holidays. Yeah. And through that process I discovered it's too hard and uncomfortable for me. Yeah. And like, I do get bitter about it. I'm like, n- like, I still have a dialogue of like you wrecked this family and I left on purpose. Like yeah. you don't get to have Christmas with me. Yeah. Like I make Christmas happen and I like do the cooking and I make things nice and I decorate. And it's like, I'm not your wife anymore. I'm not making that happen for you. I feel like, like <laughs> this is the toxic part of me that comes out, but I
1: would love to show up with my boyfriend to my ex-husband's home on Christmas morning and share in a Christmas morning with him and his girlfriend and my child. Well,
0: you, he did that to you for her birthday here. Yeah. He Well, you invited her. He didn't show up with her. We invited yeah. her. Yeah, we did invite her. So. Um, but I would love
1: to like show up in his home and mm-hmm. just like, enjoy Christmas morning with my child and him in an, in an uncomfortable, but comfortable fashion for me. Cause <laughs> I'm, I and I think that's the other thing that in my recovery journey that I realized is that I'm getting more and more comfortable with uncomfortable. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, because, um, my ex-husband made me so uncomfortable for so long because I was so mad at him for so long. Yeah. Um, one of my big things that I missed in my year, year review was, um, remember when, he showed up on father's day to drop her off. And I said to you, uh, he dropped her off cause he had her all day father's day, which is fine. Yeah. Cause I believe in her going to her dad's for father's day. Yeah. Um, but he showed up with his ex girlfriend or with his new girlfriend. Yeah. And I said a year ago, if he had shown up with his other girlfriend, I would have spiraled about how I didn't have anyone. And at, right. at, on father's day, I didn't have a boyfriend. Like, like I didn't have anyone significant in my life. And I was like, I would have spiraled. I would have been like, and this and that and like another and like, and how dare he,
0: she bring her here and like all of that. I have to do mother's day without someone. He has to do father's day without someone. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I literally would have launched into a giant thing. And I was like, okay, how's it going? Like, I would like, just like chat it with her. And, um, I, I just don't care where he's at. I just, it's not a big thing to me anymore. I'm like, I, I, My only, my only thing with him is I hope my daughter's happy and she's healthy and she's loved for at his home. And that's all I care about.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's kind of the best we can do with our exes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what happened after Christmas? So yeah, yeah, Christmas was hard. I did a lot of crying, but I did some growth and you helped me a lot through a lot of that. Um, I remember being like very angry Angry. with you because of your birthday yeah um and because that, you wanted a womanhood birthday for me no you 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 requested in the beginning you said what how you wanted to design yeah. a few people that you really liked in your life that you wanted to like share mm-hmm. your birthday with and i'm like great i will make that happen i really care about you my love language is service Fair i'll enough. make you yeah. a cake i'll do these yeah. things i'll make it special for you in the yeah. way that you want it to be special Yeah. and then as time kind of like got closer to it you like backtracked you were at the mountain a lot you were tired you wanted certain things you didn't want to have a lot of effort it was a scheduling nightmare for you yeah it was a scheduling um and i i didn't get to celebrate your birthday and that was a me thing like i wanted to celebrate your birthday for you i I wanted to celebrate you yeah and you just didn't you're like i don't care about it very much and i'm like why well, do <laughs> and so made you a cake and I left it and it's like and you were with James and like up the mountain and that you like fought and got sick and like all this bullshit and I'm like I like I looked at that and was like you like you had a terrible birthday <laughs> and I like, did I'm, have a terrible birthday that was and, the first terrible birthday I've had in a really long well, time and it was funny because like I you know it was wrapped up in a lot of my own like Christmas anger and like Wanting to be around people I love at Christmas yeah. and like y- you wanted to be doing what you were doing, and I'm like, well, fuck you then. <laughs> and, like, coming into New Year's, um, we got wasted. I, I, sim- we made up,
1: we made up before New
0: Year's. Oh, totally, yeah, of course we yeah. did. We made up, before um, New Year's. which, um, we need cr- to
1: explain to everyone my birthday is the 29th of December, and New Year's is the 31st. We made up before New Year's, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. um, and uh, and we didn't even fight. I was just feeling fucking terrible, yeah. and we just expressed our feelings, and then moved on. Yeah, like no. like fucking adults. Yeah, um, who don't want to exit each other's lives. Correct. Um, Which we've had to do since have people exit our lives no like express our feelings and not exit each other's lives yeah that's a thing that's happened recently. Yeah. <laughs> um since you've got a boyfriend <laughs> dun, dun, dun. um and new year's New Year's for me does signify like i'm i'm in the wicca witchcraft like year turnover seasonal like equinox shit and like that stuff signifies things for me um even though that's a christian calendar like it's still like it's a milestone right for me to switch over in the new year i it's it's significant to me is, so
1: but it, but sorry please please uh, educate me is not is the wiccan calendar not along with the solstice then it's along with the solstice yes so shouldn't it be like december 21st so it's december 22nd yeah. should be your new year uh yeah that's okay. correct
0: okay um I'm just i'm just i'm going i'm a yeah. poorly uneducated
1: wiccan soul no
0: it's you're you're correct the solstices yeah. are the changing of the seasons Yes. Yeah. Um, and the year end and year starter in yeah. the equinoxes and solstices. Okay. Um, so I, but I use, I use the seasonal, the changeover, right? So on the, the new year's resolutions, what do I want coming into the new year? And I think about it during that time. Yeah, it's not sure. like new year's. I've said it like, yeah. Oh. Yeah. um, I remember one, I made, I think five resolutions. I've done one of them and the other ones are probably not going to happen. Like ride a jet ski split. The, like uh, you do the tried. You made you made a progress on that one. I did. Um, and I had, um, ride a jet ski for the first time. Um, learned to do the splits. Learned to do a handstand. Yeah. And do a solo meditative retreat, like meditation yoga retreat. Yeah, that COVID shit happened yeah, for that COVID one. COVID happened. Yeah. Um, but the the first one I did was stop carrying a purse. Yes, you did. And I fucking bossed that out super quick. I have had a purse on my shoulder my whole fucking life. And carried around, like, the security blanket of my makeup and a pen and a snack and a book and a whatever. And I'm like, I hate carrying around my shit. And I now carry a set of keys in my cell phone with my cards on the back of the cell phone. Right. And I did it, like, immediately getting it. And I just, it made me fucking weightless. Mm-hmm. Um, so around that same time, I kind of started dating again. I My yeah. performance coach was... Helping me kind of figure out what my business, what pretty aggressive industries was gonna look like. Yeah. Um, talked me into becoming a coach, coached me through becoming a coach. Um told you, you didn't have to actually get the credentials. Yeah, which is true. I fucking life experiences, all sorts of like I yeah. was like, how where am I gonna find three grand? Yeah. And like the time to start becoming like to start learning to be a life coach, get certified as that. Um, and then recognizing that most life coaches who are really good at their job are life coaches because of their life experience Mm -hmm. and because of their street cred. And there's a lot of psychologists, therapists, psychotherapists, counselors, social workers, and life coaches who are terrible at their fucking jobs and have all the fucking letters and credentials behind their name and no life experience because they spent all their time going to school and like not living their lives or doing their own recovery. So, um, yeah, I I think I picked up my first coaching client mm-hmm. in February mm-hmm. and I fucking bossed it and I loved it. Yeah. And I just, from there I've been flying yeah. um, and COVID hit and I got laid off immediately and I was like, thank you universe. I was yeah. asking for an exit from this fucking nine to five. Yeah. Um, and like the, I just fucking rolled it in. You know you what? Did, yeah. I, I came in, I came into the new year super fucking strong. 2020 did, yeah. has been one of my best years. Yeah. And I, I literally laugh in the face of the COVID crisis. I'm like, I, nothing got worse for me.
1: I agree. Two thousand twenty yeah. has been one of my best years too. Yeah, yeah, I agree.
0: Um, I like, I wanted more time with my family, which is why I wanted to create my own business, is so mm. that I could have more flex hours with my child. Right. Because um, I was having my child in, like, pr- like preschool for nine hours a day like a half hour drive to work plus an eight hour a day plus a half hour drive home yeah that's nine hours for my that's child we'll always differ i'm like i'm okay with her being gone for 10 hours monday to friday Mm-mm. i'm
1: really okay with it i
0: cannot like it breaks my fucking heart it, it makes me want to kick cats like i no, just it doesn't break my heart <laughs> um and this mom bear has to work and if that's means that i work Ten hours in a day. I'm good <laughs> I don't want, I don't understand. I kind of do. I love working, but I, I, I want to be with my kid no. a lot. I, um, I,
1: love. I love my kid too. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, but it's it's not a priority.
0: And you know what? There's only so much my kid I can take. Yeah. You know, like yeah, my kid you nuts. A, a sixteen-hour day once a week is great on a Sunday and then after that like I like most of the you know I'll take the mornings and the evenings is great yeah. and the middle of the day like fuck off after a couple months like yeah. that's COVID and the two of them together were great um so yeah and, the and two I two of them together are great like when we have the two of them in the house yeah, they're fantastic. yeah um and yeah I I really swear that 2020 has been amazing coming in this year I just fucking blew it out of the water I signed up for the, and this was the thing that my my coach at the time, who I kind of basically fired, like I kind of told yeah. him to fuck off. Yeah, you did. Um, he started bullying me in the coaching sessions. Yeah, and then he complained to you about me. um If she would just do what I say exactly yeah. how I tell her to do it, she would be. And I'm like, yeah, that's not what coaching is. Yeah, that was my favorite line of his
1: free personal training session too.
0: Yeah, if Julie would just do exactly what I say the yeah. way I tell her to do it, she'd be she'd be successful. I'm like. <laughs> um, cause this is, this is where the conversation, came. I started to create my business. I started yeah. to imagine what I wanted that business to be holistically. Yeah. And I set like an end goal that I want, like I what he called it was my Mount Everest. Right. And that a lot of people opening a business or like starting to develop a business, create a Mount Everest, and then like can't even get past their summits. And I'm like, fuck you. So I came up with the idea that I wanted to um, be a certified personal trainer, um, a certified nutritionist and then, um, certified transformation coach or like behavioral change coach. Like yeah. it was just another certification to help legitimize what I was doing yeah. as well as give me like supplemental training.
1: Yeah. I mean, he wasn't wrong about your Mount Everest cause your end goal, if you want to continue this conversation as I'm like breaking up your own conversation yeah. is that like your projection is huge, but you had like steps of how you were doing it yeah. and you laid it out for him.
0: Yeah. um His argument of a Mount Everest is that, like, something like that, I would not be able to, that I'd be thinking about Mount Everest and not be able to start my climb. Right. Whereas I make huge and then I reverse engineer and figure out how I'm going to go from like step one to step 100 and I break it down and I make my milestones. Like, I know how to do that for yeah. myself. Um, it's because you're a
1: type A personality. I mean, I'm a type A personality, but like in a different way. You love being busy.
0: If you're uh, not yeah. busy, you're bored. Yeah, I'm bored and I'm unhappy. Yeah, <laughs> I am very unhappy and yeah. I'm not busy. Um, So yeah, I just, I I started to really boss that and I told him to fuck off. Um, and I I so I signed up for those certifications and the, the programs and courses for those certification before COVID. And then when COVID hit, I crushed out two of them two during of them, COVID. Like, and then I'm just in June. Yeah, it took me. Ten. It took me the ten weeks to finish my personal training course. Yeah. Um. And like I, I had a year to complete them. Yeah. And it's six months to complete your transformational
1: training. course. How? How much? That one took you not long either. Not long either. No. Uh,
0: three to five weeks. Yeah. So maybe. I feel like you crush out two in three months. I. I think so. I did. Yeah. Um. And then this one just took a bit longer because I started working. I started yeah. collecting clients. Yeah. Um, I got hired as a personal trainer at the local gym. Because you literally started working in July. Yeah. You went back to work in July. Yeah. Um, I technically wasn't working and was taking pro bono clients so that I could collect syrup. <laughs> yeah. So you went back to work in July,
1: which was yeah. when
0: your daycare came about. Again. Yeah, that's right. So yeah. daycare came back and I was able to put OPET back in care. Yeah. yeah. Um and start fully running my business full time. Yeah. And yeah, it's I mean I've for for someone who's just opened a business and like I've invested nothing except my own money in it. Yeah. Um I don't have any investors. I don't have any angel investors. I no. don't yeah. like none of that. I I haven't borrowed any money for no. this and I haven't gone into debt. Yeah. Um which is fucking shocking.
1: Yeah I think. and tell me love are you making your rent this month that
0: without without no, I got to dig in a bit okay. to my savings, but, okay. um, I, I have money in the bank. No,
1: I'm not. I'm, yeah. I, it's,
0: it's Sorry. It's personal
1: <laughs> goal of Julia is to like make her rent without digging into the savings. Yeah, and it's right. only been two months that like, this has been a thing. Yeah. So, so August and September.
0: Yeah. So yeah. this will be the first month I'll need to dig into my savings yeah. in order to pay rent because my, um, client, the income, the profit the third, from my business. Yeah. Um, the profit for my own business is not supporting, yeah. um, like my basic life expenses yet, yeah. but I've got, I've got cushion, and I did that on purpose. Yeah. So
1: also please educate our, our like listeners that, uh, you were going off on medical leave, medical leave no longer existed. You got laid off, CERB happened. Yeah, that's right. So um, there's a whole thing to this that like you were leaving when COVID oh. hit
0: on medical leave oh yeah i was trying to i was i was about to go on stress leave for right. my ovarian cyst ruptures right
1: um and to I, start launching pretty aggressive as well as recover from your cyst ruptures yeah which you had another cyst rupture
0: while we were on serb that's right yeah in end of june yeah so yeah. literally which was i we both i I pushed a misdiagnosis of kidney yeah. infection yeah. because I really psychologically didn't yeah. want and it to. And if be. you
1: roll back into like the podcast around that time, you will hear all about it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so like literally like um Serb has has been legit for you. Like yeah. what I'm I'm what I'm justifying in this is that Serb yeah. has been real for summer for you. Like yeah. you,
0: I, I had to live off Serb laid because, off my
1: yeah, because you were laid off from your employment and now yeah.
0: your business is launching and you're Fuck. not collecting SERB anymore. Fuck no, I'm not. Okay. Um, I'm living off my income. Yeah. <laughs> um and then overarching all of this, after like if we roll back a bit and I separated from the guy I was seeing, yeah, um in November. And part of that was that I had decided when him and I got together that him and I would never be having kids together. We wouldn't be moving right. in together. Like that's yeah. not how the relationship was going to go between yeah. him and I. Yeah. Um, I started seeing him shortly after I separated. I looked at it. I was like, you're a rebound. I know that. I'm not doing, I'm not going to be that idiot woman that like rolls into our next relationship and like gets codependent, even though I did in a bunch of ways. Mm-hmm. Um, we we formed a lot of good things in that regardless. So in November, I was like, one of the things that relationship was stopping me from was building my next family, like actually having a good tribe yeah, and, um, like having a healthy open tribe because me having friends and me, um, you know, building tribe was not a healthy thing to be doing in that relationship. It didn't, it didn't, it didn't support that. Right. Um, so I started to go through like really wanting more kids and I decided that that was something I was going to do. And I was having... I was financially set and I was psychologically set. And so I decided I was going to start having a kid on my own. So I started exploring those options yeah. um, slightly after Christmas. And like you, you were supportive of that. Like yeah. you well, were like, sure. if you want another kid just, and you're not finding the next life partner, like have one on your own. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what? That sounds like a great idea. I feel fully capable of that. Yeah. Um, and so I started looking for options and then I went looking at fertility clinics and just surrogacy came up. Um, And this was in January, February. Mm -hmm. And I just immediately, as I I saw the option, I like clicked on it. I forgot it was a thing to like grow a baby for someone else to have. Yeah. Um, And we talked, you and I talked about it a little bit. And um, it was uh, answer, slightly a treatment answer for ovarian cyst ruptures. Yeah. If you're not ovulating, you're not creating functional cysts, which means you're not creating dysfunctional cysts that explode, uh, which are fucking horrible. And so I was like, I... I just, like, it was very, like, yeah, just easy. instinctual. Yeah. Like, I just, it was so easy yeah. for me to decide to become a surrogate. Um, yeah. So I started the process. I, like, got connected with the company, um, felt very safe, secure, educated, informed, taken care of. Like, yeah. um, they were great. Um, the owners Nathan Chan. They're, it's Proud Fertility based out of Alberta. Um, if you're thinking about it, I'd go with them. They're incredible. Yeah. Um and not if you're thinking about it because you're not, nope. but if anyone's thinking about it, yeah, no. Nope. Um, and I quickly, uh, it took a couple profiles of intended parents for me to go through, and then I just found my match. Right. Um, these, I'm, I can't, I'm not allowed to. Um, I don't have their permission to, to share to share who yeah. they are, so I won't. Um, and but they're they're amazing, they're fantastic, and then just as we're starting to go through the medical screening process to make sure my body Mm -hmm. is great for surrogacy um, and that my uterus and ovaries are great for pregnancy um, COVID hits. Yeah. And so all the facilities shut down, all non-essential surgeries are like shut off. And so myself and the intended parents have formed this gorgeous, amazing, loving, deep connection during COVID while we can't have our embryo transfer so near the end of COVID, the clinic starts opening up again and they um we go through one embryo transfer that was unsuccessful and then we've been through a second embryo transfer and now i'm at 10 and a half weeks i was just thinking about today i was like i
1: was like like, I thought it was 9, 10. I was, like, yeah. anywhere between 9 and 11. That's where I
0: you pegged. Yeah, so uh, it'll be 11 weeks. On Saturday. Uh, on Saturday. Yeah. Um, I'm 11 weeks pregnant on Saturday. No. I'm with a surrogacy. And it's, like, that's been, like, this underlying or overarching, like, journey I've been on through building my business, through COVID. I know. Through, like all, I literally just spoke about you, this today. Like, the amount of shit, like, I have on my plate in my life. And, like, but this is because there's... Oh, oh, pre,
1: pre this, this, this is what you load your plate with. I love it. Yeah. I just, like you, this is where I thrive. This is what you love. Yeah. And I'm like, I'd never do it, but this is what she loves. Like and- my plate tips slightly and I'm like, oh, and your tip is like fully tipping and only when it like actually tips and something has to fall off. You're like, that's when you spiral. I'm like, my tip's my plate literally tips slightly and I'm like, and yours is like tipped and something is falling off and that's when you
0: spiral. (laughs) Well, and then I look at what tipped off, and I'm like, I can do without that. I'm a fucking boss. The rest of the shit's on my plate. Because if you're not busy, you're bored. <laughs> yeah. Well, your core value, like your life thing, is like enjoyment. My core value life thing is like production. Yeah, exactly. Like I want to fucking produce stuff. I know. I like, want build. Like your last comment
1: on our last hike together. Oh, oh, yeah. And that's the other thing. We took a fucking hiking together this oh, summer.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's right. I took up hiking with you. Yeah. Because I wanted one to spend more time with you. Two, I didn't like you going places without me. <laughs> For multiple days. And three, I wanted to see if I could do it. And and four, she was like, If I take it up it your boyfriend doesn't I get more time.
1: Yeah, with you. That's right. <laughs> mom, mom. <laughs> Anyways, um, but so, our last hike
0: together, you were like, What about if we took other people up here? And I was like,
1: No. Oh yeah. The and then was- the
0: conversation was like no you're like, you can you're like this uh, this is my temple I don't let people in here I'm like that's me in the gym yeah. <laughs> um, I was like you can but no <laughs> fuck. We, did, we didn't even get into like the other three month. well people have heard through that through all the rest of yeah. the podcast yeah. like how crazy that three month relationship was and how bad that ended it was good while I had it it was terrible after it ended yeah and then then I started trying to date and then I saw how much that really wrecked my shit so I've just stopped trying to date. Like I've literally, so all all of my dick dates, all of my yeah. like, you know, having multiple men on the go, all of my like love interests, my romantic, my trysts, my, my fun loving, my whatever, exploring other people. I'm just like, I'm done with that right now. Right. Like I'm putting, I'm hitting the pause button on dating and I am going to explore my female matriarch relationships. I'm going to continue building my business. Right. I'm going to crush out um, more of my like company building and, i'm really fucking happy like i was super miserable while i was trying to date and i just i'm just so done with it
1: and roles reversed now i'm like dating and have you at home and i'm like okay
0: you're not dating you're with someone right and when i talk about dating i'm talking about like sorry yeah (laughs) i
1: i literally have a full-blown three-month relationship and he's amazing yeah don't downgrade him and now and i have you and you're amazing and i was like
0: you need to leave for me? one weekend me oh yeah, yeah. you kicked me out That's I kicked okay. you
1: out for a weekend and I was like and I was like of all people that will understand this please leave for one weekend yep. I'm not asking you to move out I'm just asking you to leave yep for a no weekend. problem no problem <laughs> don't
0: mind so we're almost reversed yeah and uh now we're now now we're at like an hour and a half of this podcast and like I know do we do we how like did we get tips in here
1: I feel like what we did was at least um, show people that we're human um, and yeah. that uh, we've had a journey for a year. Yeah. All, uh, and that's a
0: big thing for people here. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. Like, I, like tips, tips going into next, next holidays. Like I, th- I, th- yeah. I feel like we would be robbing people of that. Like sure. we, that should be included in this for sure. So going into, going into this coming holiday season, it's like I I'm actually like looking at you as kind of jealous like you just kind of like stroll through the holidays you're like nope don't want that like totally fine with this like okay like that's my perspective of you Claire is that you just look at the holidays and you're like no I'm good well okay so we just we
1: kind of just talked about Thanksgiving because it's coming up in like two weeks time I think holy fuck is it yeah three at the most three (sighs) three weekends actually it's two weekends and then Thanksgiving so and we already even just said this like what do we want for Thanksgiving and the only honestly the only thing i want for thanksgiving and i'm not leaving the island because we've already done our like annual visit to the mainland so <laughs> i am done i'm done um so what i want for thanksgiving is basically for my boyfriend to join us in thanksgiving mm, okay uh, but i'm not even sure if i have a kid that way because if it's three no i do i do actually have her okay so i'll touch base with her father and we'll divide thanksgiving weekend how accordingly but basically i just want to have a dinner with me and everyone that's important to me. So that means you, okay. Opeth and Elise and my boyfriend. So that's for me, that's all I want for Thanksgiving. Okay. Um. And then like moving into like, um, I'm super sad that I won't get to see my sister over the holiday season. Yeah. That's normal because it's COVID and I can't. So that yeah. sucks. Um. And then moving into Christmas, Um. I don't really care if it's literally just me and Elise. I don't care. Right. i i moved past the whole like trying to figure out who where when i i don't care i just mm-hmm. give up now i literally look at her father and i'm like what do you want what do i want i'm like part of me wants to make him uncomfortable and show up at his house with <laughs> my boyfriend on christmas morning and be like hey <laughs> we're here for christmas
0: morning yeah I've got a stocking for you. Do you have one for me? <laughs> oh, you don't. Oh, that's okay. You'll get it next year, right? You'll you'll get on the ball next year. Yeah,
1: <laughs> you'll teach our daughter that it's okay to like not
0: have something for her mother. Yeah, that's I. You know my my hopes for the holidays are. I don't know. I I don't think I I think I've I think I've toyed between like scaling back and like trying to get the things I want and like trying to make them happen. And escape, and, like, but
1: you haven't actually tried to escape yet. Escape? Co-
0: yeah. Right. Like, COVID hasn't happened. Oh, that was my, yeah, you my last year's plan San was Jose just get the fuck out of here. Like
1: California huh. and just like celebrate it on your own. Uh,
0: not San Jose. We were going to go to Santa Monica. Yeah. Um, I was thinking of renting an Airbnb. I've also talked to my ex about um, literally him and I and our daughter going to like a full resort in Mexico mm. and just like the three of us. And I I don't think I mind that. Like I'm getting along with my ex pretty well right now. I have a lot less like issues. Um, And we had like a coffee last Friday together while she was at dance. And like, I missed our sense of humor together Mm. a lot. Like Mm. him and I make really fucked up humor. Like we are, our humor together is something I don't find anywhere else. Yeah. Um, And I'll always value that. So we, yeah, we've got a lot of like morbid, like yeah, mm-hmm. like heavy metal humor, uh, which comes out in your kid. Yeah, <laughs> uh, my little Wednesday Adams. Yeah. Um, and so, but this year those things aren't going to happen. Yeah. Um, and so I, I don't know. Like I work really well with lists, and I should probably make a list of like what I want to see, what I want to value, and like how much effort. Like I should make a scaling list. Like one out of ten. Like how important is that to me? And like and have to work it out like I'll have to write it out like yeah. am I gonna ask for help with this like am I going to like I should express these expectations mm-hmm. to other people to mm-hmm. see how much they want to participate with me so I don't yeah. feel like I'm doing it for myself and no one else is doing it yeah. with me yeah. and, like no one yeah. else cares yeah. and like I really need to crush that dialogue early
1: yeah
0: and I need to bring out a lot of my tools of like yeah asking for help, communicating expectations, yeah. not having expectations of other people. Um and like being open to things looking differently than i imagine them because other people are involved. Right. And, um you know, it's it's really important for me to see the the parts of my family i love. Right. So that might take a bit of organizing this year. Yeah, like, they, i'd like to see missed, some of my cousins. Yeah. I'd like to see my brother Andrew and his huge family of yeah. four children, five and under, yeah. who are like, oh, they just like make my heart swell and pound. I love how big their family got so quick, and I'm so jealous. Yeah. Um, and to you know, and my dad. Yeah. Um, maybe this Thanksgiving, um, hopefully my dad will be done working for the season, and yeah. he'll come and stay with us for like a week and sleep on the couch, which <laughs> I love. Um. And like those things are important to me. Like yeah. having lots of warm bodies around a lot yeah. is really important to me. Not not spending a lot of time alone is is kind of what I'm looking for. And yeah. like, having people comfortably in my space or comfortably being in their space just for holiday time sharing. Like it doesn't mean that we need to be such
1: doing- a funny difference because of the damage we brought up in. And I think this is the thing we always stress with our listeners is like our damage kind of dictates how we like how this comes out because like mm. our damages are very different so yep. like for me I like used to pe- to mask, mask myself with people so like I would literally seek out people to like
0: quiet not, all not my think shit. About, yeah
1: so now and now for me to be comfortable to be like Julia you need to leave so that I can have my own shit <laughs>
0: yeah, have your time yeah
1: so like for me now in holiday season and you're like I need people around I'm like
0: am <laughs> like, no, please. Well, and the thing is, like, I don't need people around to actually socialize with them. I literally no. just want them around.
1: Yeah, but it's it, but it's a damage difference. Like, yeah. you were brought up with, like, you brought up with the people around, but it wasn't... So it's different. Like, where yeah. you are choosing these people around now. Yeah. It's a very different situation. Yeah. And you were felt incredibly isolated and alone when you were growing up. Yeah, like, with a ton of people around in right. the holidays. So, so whereas now, um, I... I was alone really like I didn't have the like full support of a lot of people. So now I'm like, when I've filled that void and I have for many, yeah. many years, I'm like, I don't need to do it anymore. I'm yeah. like, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. I'm good kinda, with one. I'm good with two. I'm I good don't... by myself. <laughs> um, like, I but if you leave me alone, I'm going to boss my finances.
0: <laughs> the, the other, the other thing that I think people should recognize is or like a tool to bring up, um, how would I say it is if you are looking for a certain thing during your holidays, whether it's, you know, like having people around or getting space to yourself or having decorations up or like attending certain events with people you love, you need to communicate that and like bring your own effort to the table. Oh, for sure. Like, um, I, I went through the system of like, I want Christmas to happen. And if I don't make it happen, it's like no one's going to make Christmas for me. Like, that's what the parents of my family used to do is they they made Christmas happen, they organized Christmas. And that meant gifts and crackers and like the, the popping crackers and the the decorating the trees and the Christmas music in the background. Like yeah. they made those things happen yeah. for us kids so that we had those memories, right. even though they were criticizing and shitting all over each other and judging us and like, you know, super, super horrible people to us. They had the Christmas vibe, right? Right. Um, they had the Christmas setting, right. But the people were terrible and the, the vibe and the emotions and the energy were awful. Um, there's a lot of undertone of, like, neglect and judgment and abuse and criticism. Um, And so for people to get those things, you can't be bitter when they don't happen for you or when you don't find them. There's a lot of people who, like, put themselves alone and, like, get mad that they don't have those things but you can't expect to show up somewhere or to have someone else create Christmas, Right. you need to bring an element of Christmas and then communicate to other people that they're either responsible for it or they could be, or it'd be nice if they would, or if they want to show up, like assign them a task, like you bring the music, you bring the Christmas crackers, you bring the tree decorations. Like it needs, it needs to be a highly communicated effort for everyone to
1: get involved.
0: I I like your um, original description
1: of, I need to communicate with people my expectations and whether they want to participate in them. Yeah. Whether they, whether or not they want to participate in that. I really like that opening line. Like yeah. um, I, I want to communicate what right. I, uh, my expectation with someone because right there makes yeah. an open dialogue and whether someone can meet your expectation or not, is another whole other story. Right.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah. cause that's, that is one thing that my family did well was when they start like, what the Christmas holidays are going to look like, like or what Thanksgiving is going to look like. Yeah. We agreed whose house it was going to be at. Yeah. Whoever was offering because they had space or they would right. find that, that time to do it. Yeah. Um, and then they'd make a list. Someone please sign up for bringing coffee and milk and creamers and yeah. af- like, af- yeah. like desserts. Yeah. Someone please sign up for the protein. Someone please sign up for who's doing a salad. Who's doing yeah. potatoes Romanoff. Who's doing yeah. this, this and the pumpkin pie and like yeah. the Turkey, like, everyone needs to sign up for a task yeah. and like come to the table with what yeah. they're bringing. That's what makes that a family thing. Yeah. No one gets to just show up and be a freeloader. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, so yeah, I, and I think I might need to start kind of doing that for like, that's what I want. I want a house full of people. And so send out a message and be like, Hey, I'm having an event. These are the three things that are still left that someone needs to take responsibility for. If you'd yeah. like to come, please pick one of these things for yeah. you
1: yeah and what does that event look like to you is that like well i hope you know that
0: now i live here it's all gonna be happening here
1: (laughs) (laughs) well what what does that event look like does that look like you are having it here um or does that look like you are having like cousins like you have ties in your own family like what does that look like to you like you get to decide that because a big thing was that your parental damage is your parental damage but what does that look like yeah for my cousins yeah
0: yeah yeah. I'm going to have to organize that this yeah, year because you I'm,
1: enjoy your cousin connections. Yep. I love my cousins yeah. very much. So does that mean that come you come from the same damage? So does that mean that you're having a cousin's Christmas and maybe that doesn't mean that it's here?
0: Yeah. Well, I'm going to want a couple, <laughs> I'm going to want a couple Christmases. So and, and is that not okay? It's totally okay. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess, uh, so, so the, you're,
1: you're in review, like your 2020 has been a good year.
0: Yeah. I, I, I took a third stab at Christmas after divorce and yeah. it was hard. Um, yeah. And I learned a lot, and this year will hopefully look a lot better okay. um, with my new tools and my 2020 review. Like, I from last September to this September, I fucking bossed the shit out of my life. Great. I had really hard growth. Yeah. Really hard, difficult growth late last year between. All of it, um, relationships and business and career and all of it. And then I just fucking took off like a rocket this year, I think. Mm. And even though my business isn't at where it's at, I'm really proud of where I've brought it. Totally, and you went from zero to where you're at. Yeah, I mean, my my monthly profit. Uh, I'd like it to be higher, In but two months. Okay. Stop. Okay. Okay. I mean, I need I need survival here. I need to be beyond survival. You add a buffer.
1: Yeah. People, people like have bosses run over them when they're trying to start their business.
0: <laughs> and like have their studios lit on fire yeah. and like lose all their shit. Yeah, I get yeah. it. Okay. I get it. Okay. And so for you, you're
1: 2020 in review? Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm in the most healthiest male, female relationship I've ever been, ever been in. And you're in the career you're passionate about? I am entering into a full-time commitment to yeah. the career I am most passionate about. And your, your parenting and your... Parenting is uh, the best it's ever been. Yeah. And my relationship with my ex husband's the best it's ever been. And the relationship with yourself? relationship with myself is pretty freaking cool. Yeah. Great. Uh, goal is moving forward is a little bit more self-love. Yeah? A little bit more self-love. Yeah. Huh. I don't think mm-hmm. I give myself enough yet. Mm-hmm. But that's okay. I went from self like proclaim self-deprecator, so I'm okay with where I'm at.
0: I think my goal for this year is to recognize when I'm off path sooner. Uh, yeah, that's a big one.
1: Yeah. Because I, I literally, literally spent a week not listening to my own intuition. So yeah, I fuck, totally Fuck, I spent
0: that. months. Like... I spent a week, and I was yeah. like... You and I yeah. just had this chat about, like, how I spent the last year, like, with this fucked up dialogue that I'm trying to find, like, the one in a partner and whatever, and it's like, that shit ain't for me. That's not even your belief! I know! I know! So, whatever. And I didn't. I was... I was fine for like a good few months and like, was going to have a yeah. child of my own and yeah. not even yeah, give yeah, a yeah, shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I don't know somehow I got wrapped up like early COVID or whatever about finding a boyfriend who's going to turn into a partner and a potential whatever. And,
1: and I love how I can just consistently point this out to you that it's, it's always a boyfriend. I'm I am like, like, You literally love women
0: more I'm than you so love men. So good. stop this. They're so easy. There's so many of them. But they're just fucking and, like, wandering around everywhere. And you love them more. I don't, I don't know. I don't know, man. You know what? There's Like, I like dick. Dick is great. Dick is nice. But, yeah, I'd probably pick a woman with a dildo, like, or a strap-on, like, fucking over a dude any day. Yeah, like, you keep offering me one. I know. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, yeah, I don't know. You know, um, t- Tinder's full of really weird women but tinder's full of terror like everything terrible tinder i want people to go back and look at the actual definition of tinder it's literally a pile of f- like flammable dangerous sticks like you know it's, so right. anyway that has been another
1: a, uh, a very big long episode yeah. of
0: another episode of hashtag, hashtag enlightened, enlightened bitches. bitches all right good night and i hope all of you made it through that yeah and if
1: not we understand
0: Yeah, I get it.
1: Good night. Good night.